Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Today on the Morning News Roundup this Wednesday, January 12th. Five members of one family and a two-year-old boy are among the 17 dead in the Bronx high-rise fire. I'm Marla Diamond in the Tremont section of the Bronx. Experts see signs COVID is peaking around here, but in the meantime... Connecticut teachers wear black to highlight their COVID concerns. I appreciate that there's some teachers that uh, want us to do more. I'm Sean Adams in Stanford. There goes the judge. As the Giants flip coaches. That's a reference for you, Paul. I think you're you're showing your age. <laughs> this is the date the New York Jets won it all, and when Al Sharpton got stabbed in the chest, our News Radio 88 seconds in sound. Warmer today, high in the 30s to around 40. Good morning, I'm Wayne Kevin. And I'm Paul Murday. What have we learned about the victims of the Bronx fire and about the fire itself? Let's check in with Marla Diamond in Tremont this morning. And Marla, they've identified all the victims? And all of the victims, Wayne, are immigrants from the tiny African nation of Gambia, all under the age of 50 and the youngest, a two-year-old boy. Five members of one family perished, the Durkara family, the 37-year-old mother, 49-year-old father, their 12-year-old boy and girl twins, and a five-year-old girl. All of the victims, eight children and nine adults, died of smoke inhalation trying to escape. Another victim, 27-year-old Sarah Jana, was a student at Lehman College. Devastated family members are trying to decide whether to bury their loved ones here or in Africa. At a candlelight vigil last night, elected officials, including Bronx Borough President Vanessa Gibson, pledged to help these families with the burial costs and also help the residents of the building who don't want to return or would rather locate, relocate. Marla, anything new from investigators on this fire? Well, a federal task force has been formed to examine fire safety in relation to the fire, to examine the space heaters that sparked the fire. Of course, they are still looking into those self-closing doors. FDNY Commissioner Dan Nigro tells WCBS 880 investigators are focusing on doors that failed to close as required. It was those open doors that allowed what was a very contained fire on the second floor to allow smoke from that fire to spread throughout the building and make the stairwells impassable. Marta, thank you. Experts may be right in their prediction that Omicron is peaking. COVID case counts declined yesterday in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, but it's too soon to say if this can be sustained. Governor Hochul is going with optimism. Looks like 
we might be cresting over that peak. Cases in New York City seem to have plateaued even as they rise upstate New York. We'll check in on Jersey and Connecticut next. In Connecticut, school teachers are protesting what they see as unsafe conditions. Now to Sean Adams in Stamford. Sean, the governor says schools are equipped with tests and masks. Why are the teachers protesting? Well, many Connecticut teachers don't feel safe in the classroom, and, and they will wear black today to express their unease and discomfort. A survey of union members reveals close to two-thirds believe they don't have enough N95 masks, home testing kits, or staff to be safe during this Omicron surge. Governor Lamont is trying to put those fears to rest. We have got uh, well over uh, 500,000 um Rapid tests uh, out to all of our schools. We've got millions of N95 masks. And that's all to give people the confidence that you can teach at school, your kid can go to school, you can go safely. Well, the governor has also signed off on bringing back retired teachers to help out here. According to the survey, 88% of school workers want superintendents to have the flexibility to switch to remote learning whenever they need to, and without those days having to be made up again at, late, at a later date. Governor Lamont has been firm here. He wants children in classrooms. He said nothing compares to in-person learning. Wayne Paul. Sean, any sign COVID has peaked in Connecticut? Well, if you look at the metrics uh, for Connecticut regarding COVID, they're all still elevated. Positivity rate near 24%, close to 2,000 people in hospitals. That number is similar to the dark days of 2020. However, a Hartford Health epidemiologist has told The Current he expects the numbers will start subsiding this weekend, so perhaps there are some positive signs on the horizon. Sean Adams in Stanford this morning. You know, a Giants fan who lost a bet had to stand shirtless on Hudson Street in blue and red body paint during the bitter cold snap. I I, missed that. I saw that guy. Did you? Brad Heller, do you think he's going to be warmed up by the news of Big Blue's pink slips? (laughs) <laughs> well, guys, good morning. I think uh, as a big Giant fan as that gentleman is, one of our co-workers actually uh, from CBS Sports Radio, that anything is better than what Giants fans have seen the last couple of years with Joe Judge. And whoever replaces Judge, this is wild to think about, whoever replaces Judge will be the fifth head coach for the Giants in eight seasons, sixth if you count Steve Spagnuolo's few games as interim coach in 2017. The statement from John Mara yesterday, last night, he, I said before the season that I wanted to feel good about the direction we were headed when we played our last game. Unfortunately, I cannot make that statement, which is why we have made the decision. Now, if Mara wants a coach with head coaching experience, some of the names out there, Brian Flores, Doug Peterson, Jim Caldwell, the wild card could be Jim Harbaugh if he's actually looking to leave Michigan. The new GM will be the one to hire the coach, and those interviews guys will start today. And the Jet fan who painted himself green just recovered from the frostbite that he's had every season for 30 years now. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This is the anniversary of Super Bowl three, you know. Yeah, how long ago was that? Uh, just a couple of years ago. Right. Yeah, we'll get to that in our 88 Seconds in Sound coming up. We have a little reprieve from the deep freeze to talk about in our forecast this morning with Craig Allen. Yeah, for a day or two, and uh, definitely feel it as the temperature right now is up another two degrees. It's 25. So it's been rising through the night and early this morning with a southwesterly wind and therefore this afternoon will feel better too 35 to 40 degrees tonight partly cloudy not nearly as cold 26 suburbs to about 32 in the city hold around the freezing mark thursday mostly cloudy for a bit and then some sunshine high 40 to 45 Unfortunately, on Friday, colder air starts rushing down again, so mixed sun and clouds and temperatures will drop through the 30s, and it's only in the 20-degree 20, 20 range, not 20s. It'll probably stay near 20 again 
on Saturday. 25 now, humidity 53%, a southwest wind 14 miles per hour. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Evictions are set to resume Saturday in New York State. Governor Kathy Hochul says there's little chance of extending the state's pandemic pause. So people could be thrown out again of their homes for not paying rent. City lawmakers are pushing a bill that would let a judge decide if an eviction is for good cause, such as breaking the terms of a lease or not paying the rent. And tenants would also, under this bill, be protected from eviction for non-payment if the landlord increases rent by what's considered unreasonable, which is generally 3% of the annual rent or 1.5% of the area's consumer price index. So it's fairly complicated, but regardless, Governor Hochul thinks that the moratorium will be lifted as planned on Saturday. Morning. It is Wednesday. Just making sure. Yes, it's Wednesday the 12th. We're halfway through the week. I'm Wayne Kaplan. Yeah, we have to check the print to make sure. I'm Paul Mernane. Your three things to know midweek. Well, New York Governor Kathy Hochul isn't the only one saying that the Omicron peak may have arrived. New Jersey has also seen a slight downturn in the number of new cases and the rate of transmission over the last four days. To quote Governor Phil Murphy, God willing, that is the beginning of something. Number two, empty shelves. Grocery stores typically have 5 to 10 percent of their items out of stock at any given time. Right now, the unavailability rate is hovering around 15 percent. The pandemic trained us to eat at home more, and as a result, we're shopping more. A shortage of truck drivers? Doesn't help. Third thing, the Bonnaroo Music Festival, canceled the past two years, is on for 2022, with headliners including J. Cole, The Chicks, Tool, 21 Savage, MGK, and Stevie Nicks. Now, our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for this, the 12th of January. An unthinkable number of lives were lost on this date by an act of nature. By best estimates, 160,000 lives lost on this date in 2010. 4.53 p.m., miles underground, the first jolt, 7.0. Minutes later, 5.9, then 5.5. And if that wasn't awful enough, as the crews were digging through Port-au-Prince, Haiti, a city with no building codes, as they looked for and found survivors. Eight days later, another huge aftershock, 5.9. Haiti had not been hit by a quake like this since the 18th century. And people gave, aid poured in, but it barely got beyond the capital for many, many days. Under Governor Cuomo's public health emergency, children will have more access to flu vaccines. It was a time when New Yorkers wanted and searched for a vaccine in 2013. A bad winter for flu. Two children have died in New York so far, two in New Jersey also, and there have been three flu deaths in Connecticut. An angry pillar of bright orange flame erupted from downtown Boundbrook. 2020, a spectacular seven-alarm fire damages two apartment buildings under construction near the NJ Transit train station on Main Street in Boundbrook. Boundbrook uh, was in the middle of a renaissance of sorts. Police arrested a local who posted on Facebook about burning down buildings. 1990, Reverend Al Sharpton, demonstrating in Bensonhurst, is stabbed in the chest. He was with the parents of Yusef Hawkins, a black youth killed by a white mob. And I made up my mind, if I get up off this bed, I'm going to keep marching. Cops arrested a white Bensonhurst man with a record of assaults, who investigators said was drunk. This day in 95, the OJ trial began in L.A. In 78 in New York, the Hotel Chelsea, dead on the floor with a single stab wound to the abdomen, Nancy Spungen, girlfriend of Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious, who would be charged with her murder, but would die, ODing on heroin while awaiting trial. Let's go 
1969, late football Hall of Famer Don Maynard teamed up with Broadway Joe Namath the New York Jets are the world champions. to deliver the New York Jets Super Bowl III over the heavily favored Baltimore Colts. Come on, is it worth it? And it wasn't until 2019 when the first female rapper was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Missy Elliott. This is January 12th. And that's the Morning News Roundup. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.